this NASCAR Survivor Picks Part 2 edition of the NASCAR Gambling Podcast here on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting research platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com. Use code SGPN to get 50% off of your first month to start making smarter bets today. We're also brought to you by Cut. Cut is the peer-to-peer social betting platform that's U.S.-based and available in 40 states. Head to cut.com, that's K-U-T-T.com, and use promo code SGPN. SGPN for a 10% deposit bonus. We're also brought to you by the SGPN merch store. 15% off of everything when you use promo code PLAYOFFS. Drivers, start your in and pull those belts up tight as the Sports Gambling Podcast Network presents the NASCAR Gambling Podcast. I'll wreck my mom to win a championship. I'll wreck your mom to win a championship. With all the news and the best bets for your NASCAR weekend. It refrains me from not beating the out of you right now because you ask me stupid questions but since i'm on probation i suppose that that's uh, improper to say as well if you could talk about racing things we could talk about racing now here are your hosts rod via gomez and cody zeeb welcome in to the nascar gambling podcast here on the sports gambling podcast network he's cody zeeb I'm Rod Gomez. We are here to uh, continue our conversation. If you did not listen to yesterday's beginning part of the conversation, I highly suggest you do that. Uh, but Cody and I talked yesterday about what essentially is NASCAR Survivor, right? It's it's picking a driver to win or or be even finished well in the race and hopefully finish better than everybody else uh, that's out there and get you the highest number of points and continue on. Um, Cody, I believe you put the link in the Discord, right, to join along with us, or you're going to, I think, at some point. Uh, for for this, yes, or for something uh, like it, right? I think we're gonna we're gonna yeah, try. Yeah, we're gonna. Like I it. haven't done it yet, but yeah, we're gonna create something similar to to have our own game throughout the season. Beautiful, Nick Fortune in the chat. Guess who got an SGPN hoodie for the NASCAR Gambling Podcast? Yes, sir. Look at already supporting the merch store. God oh, bless you, sir. I should have one. Uh, mine's supposed to be here on Wednesday. Last I last I looked at the tracking, anyways. So hopefully it's not like your tracking situation we were just talking about. Oh my god! So <laughs> yeah, the weather. Uh, it's the weather, Rod. It's fucking up everything. I know, but like not for me. Like this weather should not well, be I'd messing have, it up out here. Yours might have come from somewhere that had weather. Uh, it, well, everywhere no. but where you are. <laughs> well, oh, that's true. But I mean, it literally came from like lit- so. This is uh, nobody wants to hear this, but this is what's gonna, this is what's happening. I ordered a package on I think it was Friday, right? And it says next day, so Saturday. So Saturday comes and goes, and they're like, "Oh, by the way, no, it's not gonna get here till Sunday at ten. So then Sunday comes and goes, and now today I, I get a message that says, "Oh, it'll be here at one fifteen. Now it'll be here at two fifteen. Now three fifty. Now three forty five. So they keep pushing it back. But here's the rub. So it's coming from uh, a depot center twenty five minutes away. But went all the way up north another 45 minutes, and now it's coming back down south. So I'm like, I don't understand how Amazon's doing it. Shouldn't they just gotten a drone and dropped it off to me? I, again, there's a lot of logistics and smart people that, that go into all this. But I always find it funny, like, you know, you get a bill or, or a letter from the doctor's office, like, you know, here in town. And it's always, like, postmarked from Omaha. So they took it from the place in Lincoln. And they took it up to Omaha and stamped it. And then they brought it back to Lincoln to deliver it. And it's like, we probably could have just kept it in Lincoln and delivered it, but whatever. Could have just walked <laughs> to my house at that point. But yes, yes, Nick, we know first world problems. I know, I know. There's folks in other places that have zero clue what I'm talking about. But um, anyways, so that that's my, that's my big thing today. I, I'm not too happy about it, but what are you going to do? Um, all right, I need to. Uh, we're so I'm pulling up the thing here. I I didn't I didn't pull it up before, and I realized I'm gonna now. talk while you're doing that. Go I'm going to talk about our Daytona 500 contest that is uh available now. We have posted in the in the Discord. It's our pin tweet over on X, uh, posted on our Facebook page as well. So the link is there for you to get in. Super simple, Rod. 
got to be subscribed to the YouTube channel, which you should be anyways. Take a picture of the fact that you're subscribed. Click on the little form. Submit the picture. Pick your Daytona 500 winner. I think you got to enter your name and email so we can contact you if you win. That's it. It's as simple as that. $100 and $100 SGPN merch gift card. So you can be like Mr. Nick Fortune and get that uh, get that NASCAR Gambling Podcast hoodie or whatever other gear you want from the merch store. So that link is available now. Obviously, we got a little time until the Daytona 500, but as we know, anybody can win this race. Uh, Long Shots have won it for the past couple of years. Um, and so, yeah, that, uh, you can go go get in on that contest. Yes, please do that because, again, we're in a lockdown, heated drag-out battle with the rest of the things. So uh, definitely want to to win that one. So, uh, all right. So we talked about the first half of the season as far as drivers that we would pick that are one and done. Um, and now we move on to the second half. This is, of course, after the All-Star Race in North Wilkesboro. And so we move to the Charlotte Motor Speedway in the Coca-Cola 600. This is the extra 100 miles. This is the extra oomph that some of these other drivers need to to do well on this one. So um, as we look to the Coke 600, Cody, I, again, this is this is one of those grueling races. And as we know, of course... This is the shared weekend with the Indianapolis 500, which means that Kyle Larson will have run uh, both of the the Indianapolis 500 and then on his way to run this Coke 600. So I would say that if if we were to try in a spot, this is not the spot to take Kyle Larson. We already used Kyle Larson. Anyways. Well, I'm just saying if you didn't, if you went against us, yeah. It's... Yeah, it's obviously we want to see him do really good in both races just because of the story that it is and everything. But that's a lot. 1,100 miles of racing. You got a helicopter flight in the middle of that. Uh, so there's a lot going on um, with with all of that. So, yeah, I don't know. It's not He's not really a bad pick for it, but probably not exactly where you want to use him. Um, I, I would say you kind of want to lean towards more of a veteran driver in this situation. And, and we'll talk about this when we get to Darlington as well with the Southern 500, that extra hundred miles added to the end of this race really makes a huge difference, really tends to lean towards the veterans. A couple of guys that kind of would pop out to me um, right away. Honestly, a guy like Austin Dillon, this might be a good spot to use him. Uh, he's won this race before. He seems to be the type of, he's, he's more of a veteran driver at this point, right? Really good at, at surviving and lasting and kind of being there at the end of something longer like this. Might be a good spot for a Joey Logano. Blaney, the defending Cup Series champion, he won this race last year. He'd be another good one to look at. What, uh, where, where are you leaning towards, Rod? So I like your Austin Dillon take. Last year at this race, 33rd, he started. He ended up finishing ninth. So not a bad run for him there uh, on this track. So, I mean... <laughs> Of course, JDK's in the chat when we bring up uh, his favorite driver, one of his favorite drivers, right? Next because to why wouldn't Wallace, he be? Uh, Austin Dillon. But no, this is, yeah, he's he's very good at these, uh, you know, and he's a guy you could look at at a super speedway as well um, because we know how good he is at especially tracks like Daytona. Um, but I feel like this is a good spot to use him up and where he's a guy that you can kind of rely on. He's not going to come out and lead 400 miles of this race, but when it gets between mile 500 and mile 600, that's when you can expect him to gain a couple of spots, have taken care of his equipment, be in the right place at the right time. Um, and so, yeah, I think he's a good pick for this uh, this spot. Well, I will say that three out of his last four races here have been top 10 finishes, an eighth, a sixth, 22nd in 2022, but he did crash out of that one, and then ninth place the year before that. So, And you're right, he has won this one as well. So <laughs> Crashed out and finished 22nd. That goes to show how that extra hundred miles really comes into play. It's really, it's the truth. So, um, yeah, I'm okay with burning up Austin Dillon on this one. Cause I, I don't know, uh, as the JDK, uh, is, is saying veteran crash test dummy. I, I don't know where else I'd want to use him and feel comfortable. So, right. Well. And, uh, you know, could be, could be his final 600 here. So maybe he really, really shows up in, in a big race in front of the home crowd. Indeed. All right, let's go to gateway. The worldwide technology raceway for the enjoy Illinois, 300 uh you know this is this is still a relatively new track i suppose to the uh to the circuit so we're definitely um not pulling on a ton of history here but it is the mile right so it is a fairly different track so what are we looking at as far as this one is concerned 
Cody. Uh, not a Hendrick Motorsports car because they have been <laughs> just really bad at this track for some reason so far. So I would just say let's completely avoid them, take them off the table. Uh, if my memory serves correctly, Ross Chastain won this race last year. Uh, he might I, be it might no, be somebody to look at. Yeah, he he might be somebody to look at. Uh, Joey Logano, I believe, won the race two years ago. Another spot where you could use a guy like Joey at. Um, man, there's not really a ton. Again, it's we've only gone here. I think this, we've only had the two races here at this track uh, for the Cup Series, so not a ton of guys that just you know you can really think of. Wow, they've just are so good there each and every time. Um, so I don't know. Is there any guys that that are really jumping off the board to you? I mean, how do we use Blaney? We've not used Blaney yet. No. I mean, Blaney over the last couple of seasons on this race started fifth, finished fourth, started second, finished sixth. Okay. Maybe Two not a bad place for Blaney. And there's not really, you know, Ryan Blaney's kind of one of those guys where there's not really a one specific place that just screams take Ryan Blaney. You're not going to waste him on a super speedway, uh, even though he's really good on those. And he can kind of pop up in different places. Um, and yeah, I think this is a good spot. You're kind of getting past. I don't think you want to use Ryan Blaney early in the season. We've talked so many times about that championship hangover. It hits guys early in the season. Hopefully by this time he's kind of coming out of that. So I think Ryan Blaney's a good pick for the gateway race. Yeah, Logano and Bush, the two winners on this race uh, at this track over the last couple of seasons that it's run. So yeah, I mean, yeah, I like Blaney. Blaney's a consistent uh, top top finisher in this one. And I think, again, if we're going to save guys like Bush, if we're going to save guys like Hamlin down the road, then I would definitely keep him in my pocket and use Blaney on this race all right we have to step away right quick because we have to uh tell you about a couple of our fun sponsors that we've got going on so let's do that and let me tell you about underdog fantasy if you want in on some of the hottest action during the playoffs it's underdog fantasy and it's not even close underdog's got a way to play alongside your favorite fantasy players all season long nfl nba nhl college basketball and college football simply pick higher or lower on your favorite uh, players fantasy stats and cash in win some 100x with some spicy spicy plays be looking at george kittle Wherever George Kittle's receptions are, take the higher on that. I almost don't care if they're 100. George Kittle has been a man possessed the last couple of weeks, and he's going to need to be possessed if he's playing the Lions. I think it's going to be a close game, and George Kittle's going to play a large part in that. So keep an eye on George Kittle's reception total. Take the higher on that one. Watch along. Make your picks. Maybe make a little cash over on Underdog's mobile app or website, underdogfantasy.com. And when you sign up with the promo code SGPN, Underdog is going to double your first deposit up to $100. That's Underdog Fantasy promo code SGPN. All right, Cody, uh, as we uh, locked in Ryan Blaney for the Enjoy Illinois, it's my favorite track, Sonoma. We go road racing on this one. So many good road racers out there, and there's so many road races on the schedule. So the question is, I guess, who are we taking at this instance? Is it going to be a guy like Martin Truex Jr.? Did we already use I'm, him? I'm, we already used him. I'm starting to think maybe we should have saved him for this. Uh, me too. Obviously, he cashed a 35-1 to 1 for us last year at this track. Um, that was beautiful. Uh, man, there's a couple of different ways I think we could go at, at this track. Uh, Michael McDowell's we haven't used yet. He's pretty solid on, on road courses. Do you maybe want to think about saving him for... Uh, you know, later on at Watkins Glen, where obviously he won this past season. Um, we already talked about saving AJ for down the road at the Roval. I think that's still the correct move. Um, who uh, Ty Gibbs is always a guy you could consider on road courses. I don't know that I want to use him here specifically. Um, this seems to be a, a little bit more of a lean towards the veterans uh, type of road course. Uh, have we used Chris Busher? He we have another... not. In fact, I was just going to no. say, would Chris yeah, Busher be a good be. one? Yeah. I mean, dude is really just solid on road courses. Um, we finished what fourth here last year, second the year before. He is a guy that you could definitely consider using here. And I don't think, I mean, he's a guy that we kind of consistently hit on. You know, his top tens kind of got priced out towards the end of last year, but he's he's been just finishing really good. Even that 
race where he's sitting on pit road with his car completely engulfed in flames. He still finished in the top 10 uh, back in 2022 there. So I think Busher would be a good option. Yeah, so second and fourth, like you said, the year before that, 16th, a couple of 16th place finishes in 2012, or 2021 rather, in 2019, a 12th place finish in 2018, 19th in 2017, and and the better part of those ones were in the 37. So, yeah, I mean, he's he's been good in not good equipment, and now he's been really good in good equipment. So, yeah, it's a good place for Chris Busher. I think you're you're in for a top five finish, if nothing else, and and that's really damn good when you're saving some of these other guys for other tracks. I think those years as uh, AJ Allmendinger's teammate in the Cup Series there might have just paid off for Chris Buescher. You know, you have to learn from somebody, right? I mean, why not learn from a And if a you're going to learn guy? from somebody. Yeah, learn from a road he course might, guy. He might be the guy. Uh, all right, so that'll put to bed Sonoma. Iowa, Cody, we have oh. zero clue. <laughs> on well, Iowa. have we used Joey Logano yet? Because he wins at all the new tracks. So maybe right. we just throw in Joey at this point. We have not used <laughs> You know what? It's actually, I mean, really, like he has been so good at winning at new tracks. He's one of the better drivers at adapting to anything that's new. You know, he wins the the first race at the Clash at the Coliseum the first time we go there. Um, I'm trying to think of what some of the other first times gate Bristol we Dirt about earlier. Yeah, Bristol Dirt, which a guy with hardly any dirt experience in his background, and and Joey Logano is the guy who gets it done. The Gateway race he won there. Um, he won the first championship in the new car. It's a, it's an even year, so it's a Joey year, right? I think I think this is a good spot to use Joey, just because we don't exactly know. I mean, some comparisons can be made, right? You can look at some Richmond, some other types of tracks, but Iowa is a little bit of its own animal, and I think that Joey is just a strong, solid guy that you can depend on the fact that he is going to quickly adjust, quickly figure it out. He's that elite of a driver, um, so I think he's a good driver to throw in in this spot. We are locking in one Joey Logano. Yeah, again, I, I almost, because really when you think about it too, we could we could say Joey Logano's name quite often. We can, you know, go ahead and, and say he's going to do well at a certain track because it's Joey Logano because he's probably going to be able to do that. But I love, love, love the new one. Um, I also love the, the name of this one, Iowa Corn 350. That's a fantastic not, name for it. Not as good as Nebraska Corn, Nick. But, nah. Uh, it's, it does okay. <laughs> We're already throwing shots all over the place, but um, yeah. I, and look, this is not the first time you're going to hear, or this, yeah, it will, probably won't be the first time, and it won't be definitely the last time that you hear the Joey's going to do it first uh, narrative out there. So just understand that that's the narrative, and sometimes you have to roll with it because if it ain't broke, don't fix it, right? Yeah, and it is, I mean, a little bit of a silly thing, but it's not because at the same time, it's it just it shows his ability to be able to adjust on the fly, to pick up new things. He's very good at processing. Okay, this is what works and and making those adjustments quick is when some other guys it take, you know, some guys it takes, you know, they've been on it 10, 15 times and then boom, they got it. They they figured it out. But Joey can do it just right that first try and uh, always seems to be a guy that shines with the with any of the new stuff. And he definitely shines for us and we'll continue to hope that he shines for us in that one all right let's go to the new hampshire motor speedway for the nascar cup no sponsor yet uh 301 as you can tell it was crayon 301 last year uh in july but so yeah this mile as, track, as we learned not actual crayon no no the no no company crayon <laughs> it is not uh, the marines meal of choice uh <laughs> Sorry, you guys, listen, come at me. I know. Shout, shout out to our buddy, Steven. Yep. Shout out to all of our favorite Marines. Hey, all of my friend, Marine friends, they can tease me right back at it because they know how no. true that is. They, and they know. They embrace it. They all they all enjoy their crayons anyways. Yes, they do. Uh, so anyways, look at up on down. We already have picked a lot of the folks that won this race last year, right? So Martin Truex we picked, Logano, Larson, uh, Harvick was fourth, Kozlowski was fifth. Reddick was sixth, Hamlin was seventh, Bubba was eight or yeah eighth, Dylan was ninth, Briscoe was tenth, El Jones was eleventh. All that's left, Cody, from all the people we haven't talked about last, or this is Chase Elliott. Like that's the only one <laughs> on the list, the first one on the list. But Truex, two hundred fifty-four laps led on this one. So, God, I don't even know what yeah. what we're gonna do here. Truex just obliterated everyone in this one. Uh, Eric Amarola is always a nice guy to go to. Obviously not, you know, he's not announced any any Cup Series dates uh, thus far. So not a guy we can lean on. I was trying to look through the list here 
and see oh christopher bell this i was gonna ask you about christopher bell yeah christopher bell very good at this track um i feel like i don't, where, I don't know where he finished last year but i think he got in a wreck or something but he's been very good in new hampshire in the past he's another guy that's good at the short flat tracks uh yeah he's the guy that's definitely like jumping off the page to me i think josh barry a conversation could be had again um but there's other shorter tracks we can kind of come back to him later when we're filling in some stuff. I, th- I think that that Christopher Bell would be the right pick for this one. So Bell started on the pole last year, but fell all the way back to 22nd uh, on this yeah. track. So uh, They had some type of big, I don't remember what it was. If it was a flat tire or or some type of issue that, that cursed him. And the fact that anytime he started on the pole last year, he just did not do well for whatever reason. Yeah, it was, it was definitely a rough go for him uh, in that race. But yeah, overall, I mean, look, the thing about Christopher Bell is you almost could go just about anywhere with him as well, just for a good finish. Again, we're not talking about winning these races. It's always just about a, a, a good as finish as they can turn in for you. Um, but just to recap some of Christopher Bell, 2020, he finished 28th in the 95 car. Uh, 2021, second. 2022, he won. And then, of course, last year I said we started on the pole and ended up 29th in that race as well. So very solid runnings yeah, for Christopher Bell. And really that 21 race... He probably should have won, but they he was running Eric Amarola down near the end, um, and then they changed the distance because of darkness. New Hampshire does not have lights. Um, I was fine with that because I had a huge ticket on Eric Amarola that day, and it paid well. Um, but yeah, Bell easily could have been probably back-to-back winner at the track, um, and I think he was even the favorite going into that race last year, uh, if I remember correctly. So I think that he would be a, a good driver to pick there. Yeah, he most definitely would be, and I think we'll do exactly that. So, uh, all right, we are going to step away one more time because I want to tell you, and I'm excited to tell you about Cut. Cut is a peer-to-peer social betting platform that's U.S.-based and available in 40 states. Look, peer-to-peer social betting is new, and it's a better way to bet. You can bet directly against your friends or other users on not just sports, but politics, pop culture, other events, as long as it's got a verifiable outcome, and it's tons of fun social features that give it the feel of a betting social network you want to settle those bar bets the easy way go to cut cut is going to be able to do that they offer the lowest vig and you can fully customize your odds which means create your own bets but plus cut uh cut handles the payment side of things so you never have to chase down anyone for money they also got social features like group chats betting leaderboards head-to-head history user profile fan groups so much more you want rewards you got them. Get cash back every single time you bet against your friends or other users. Reminder that Cut is the peer-to-peer social betting platform that's U.S.-based and legal in 40 states. Head to Cut.com. That's K-U-T-T.com. Use promo code SGPN for a 10% deposit bonus. Win bigger by betting smarter this NFL season with Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting analytics platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Research every NFL, NBA, and soccer bet with historical stats and data enter any parlay idea and hall of fame bets revolutionary parlay optimizer tool you're going to get hit rates broken down by leg as well as an expected probability for the entire parlay sort all players by hit rates for any bet to learn which players are hot and which picks have value stop betting in the dark join over 30,000 users researching with hall of fame bets to craft more intelligent data-driven parlays download the hall of fame bets app or visit hofbets.com use code sgpn to get 50 percent off of your first month today start researching start winning with hall of fame bets the month of january is quickly running out which means your time is running out to get 15 percent off of all the sgpn merch store items for the rest of this month by using the promo code playoffs do us a favor be like nick get yourself a hoodie get yourself three hoodies get yourself hats get yourself coffee mugs whatever it is just do it from the racing gambling brand or i mean look you could buy any of the stuff in the store just make sure that they know that we sent you by putting it in the comments or just letting them know in Discord or Slack or wherever you're at. Twitter, doesn't matter. Just let them know that the NASCAR Gambling Podcast sent you to the merch store to get all of your favorite Racing Gambling Podcast merch by using the promo code PLAYOFFS. If we win, we're going to celebrate with you because that's how we do here on the NASCAR Gambling Podcast. All right, to Nashville we go. I love Nashville. I love this city, man. I've... I've I lived close enough to it for the for three years when I was in the army that I just anytime I went there it was always a blast. Like the vibe was good. 
I, I mean, I, I may not be the countryest guy of, of the world, but I enjoyed the music. I enjoyed the vibe. I just, I loved it. So, um, love the Nashville yes, Superstore. I've, I've only been there once, but uh, it was, was a great city and a great time. Two drivers, Rod, really jump off the board to me for this race that we have not used yet. Ross Chastain being one of them, Chase Elliott being the other. Make a case for them. I, I, I was waiting for. I was waiting for more. I was like, "Yes, go on. Yes, <laughs> those, and those are the two guys. So, and those, <laughs> those are the two who have won the two races we've got here. But they've both done well in both races. Um, so Chastain won last season. Elliott was in fourth. Elliott won in twenty two. Chastain in fifth. Um, those guys are are the guys who kind of seeming. I mean, through the two again, we've only had a couple of races here in two. They're the guys who kind of repeat themselves at the top of the leaderboard at this one. Um, and so I think that, again, we're kind of getting ladder in the season, so we could start using some of these bigger names a little bit more. I think that either one of these guys would be a good choice here. Well, and you figure, too, that a lot of the, the newer folks, right, they're going to go straight for the big names early on. If you haven't necessarily, not a huge NASCAR fan or, or sort of a casual player of a format like this, your tendency is to go for those big names early because – you're like, oh, yeah, they're all going to win these races, right? But the, really, the best way to go about it is kind of the way we've done. It's sort of backload it. Who, who do you think is going to win from the back, or not win, but who do you think is going to have a good finish from the back end of it? And as we get into these races where the cream really does rise to the top, then, you know, here we go. And, and now it's a matter of, of who do we think is going to be there at the end when it matters. And we're using all the ones that are probably going to end up winning these races uh, as it goes on, so... I do like the Ross Chastain angle. Definitely a guy that, you know, again, he's one of those guys that, that can flash early, but it feels like he does kind of come on strong as well. And when you look at what he's done here in Nashville, yes, he won last season, but fifth the season before and started 19th in 2021 in the 42 car and ended up finishing second. So uh, three top five finishes for Ross Chastain, two top two finishes on this track. Yeah, I, I think Chastain's the, the way that I'm leaning on this one. Yeah, that's a good one. I, I definitely will back you on that one. All right, let's go to Chicago. You want to just go ahead and crown SVG the winner on this one? I, I mean, everyone is going to use SVG on this round. I know they are. Um, but it's hard to argue against using SVG. Now, you could, for gamesmanship, use him somewhere else. Uh, maybe we could have thought about that back at like a coda or something earlier on in the season. And maybe, uh, I don't know. And yeah, Matthew comments here says Haley, Justin Haley. I mean, he almost did win this race last year. That was in a college car. I get the college cars aren't great, but he's in a Rick Ware car this year. So uh, <laughs> I don't know that I'm going to go with Haley for this race, but uh, I mean, it is just so chalky to use SVG because everyone's going to be doing it. But if you don't, you could really miss out if he does show up again and do what he does. So I think this is an okay spot to just eat the chalk. Um, you're not going to help yourself, but you're not going to hurt yourself either, I think. And that's uh, sometimes defense is an okay offense to play. Um, so I think that uh, that going with him, again, like this could be a spot where you use AJ, but I just I love using AJ at the Roval so much, especially when there's all the, the road courses and, and street circuits before that. People are going to use, have used AJ, keeping him in our back pocket. Again, a good solid reason to map this out so you're thinking ahead to stuff like that. Um, so, yeah, I think that, again, we have such a small sample. It was all, you know, all the weather and everything. We don't really know who else would jump out to us. I think that this is the chalk spot to use him, but I don't think it's a bad spot to use him. It's gross. I don't want to do it. But I'm going to hold my nose and do it. Because, again, look, I think I think the weather will be okay. I can't predict into July. <laughs> the forecaster, Rod, here, he says it's going to be okay. 50-50 chance it's okay. 50-50 chance it's not. <laughs> that's that's how I live my life. Hey, it's a 50-50 shot, right? I mean, look, it's a 50-50 chance I'll be fine or not. So I, I think uh, in Chicago, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm not a meteorologist, obviously. We've got to keep a close eye on the weather. But, again, that could hurt him as well, too, because it could – working uh he could get caught up in in one of those things that caught everybody else up last year too so i don't know but yeah we'll do it i mean just like who else would we play is is the big question no, and there's nobody else and i mean 
Yeah, you don't want to uh, – Kyle Busch did okay, but you don't want to burn him on a track like this. Uh, you know, like Matthew said, Justin Haley, but now you're in, an, in a Rick Ware car. Again, I'd rather use him in like a Daytona type of track more than anything. Um, we don't know what other – I mean, okay, <laughs> we could play the game of does Brody Kostecki run this race and, and we throw him out there to be different and use SVG in a different road course later on. Again, we don't know that. I don't know that we know Kostecki's going to be in this one, or maybe we do. I don't even. I'm not even sure. Um, but I, I think we just stick with SVG. I think that's just that's the way to play it, and, and you just go that way. Yeah, and I feel like we actually spent too long on SVG. Yeah. So uh, we'll move on <laughs> uh, to <laughs> to the tricky triangle in Pocono. This is, uh, you know, again, this is one of those ones where they're coming off of that that road course. They're coming off of maybe this isn't their first one, but you know, Pocono, everybody uh, is familiar. Everybody stretches their legs again, and everybody gets back into the into the the three turn possibility of this. So, I don't know. I mean, to me, like we've already used so many good guys. This can, is what makes. Can it I interest you in in a Dennis Hamlin for this spot, Rod? I think you kind of have to, right? You I know mean, that he's he's won this race two years in a row. Yeah, technically, he's only won it once in a row because a little bit of tape incident cool. the first time. Uh, but he just he's really good here shows up well here uh, kind of looking farther down at the schedule obviously there's a ton of places that you can use Denny Hamlin just I mean really just about anywhere um, but you know thinking if you're going to use Eric Jones at, at the Southern 500 later because that's that's kind of the other place I really like Denny is is at Darlington we're going to use the other 2311 car at Kansas um, so I think this is a good spot for him he's, he's won this race He's crossed the finish line in first place two seasons in a row. Obviously, the numbers aren't going to show that because he was disqualified uh, in 2022. Um, but I think that you kind of just go Denny Hamlin here. Again, a lot of people are going to have burned him by this point in the season. Uh, another reason I think it's good to kind of hold out on these guys, like you were mentioning earlier, uh, I think it's so important to try. It's not necessarily have to go through the whole schedule, but make sure you're really highlighting where you want to kind of use some of these guys and not just burning up all your studs early uh, in a one-and-done situation. So I, I think Hamlin's the guy for this spot. Yeah, and that's that's such great leverage for you. Going back to 2019, 2019 he won. 2020 he finished second. 2020 in the fall he finished first. 2022 he finished fourth. Then 14th, then disqualified, and then first. So lots yeah. of good so finishes. He's, he's really fucking good here. Basically. Just Just to say the least at all um all right to the brickyard we go cody we've got ourselves back to the uh indy the brickyard 400 we're back we're, we're back onto concrete back onto an actual you know track and not the indy road course excited for this one my friend this one's the welcome back uh, of this one. Oh, so pumped for this it's gonna be so awesome to see them back at the brickyard back on the oval uh, the intermediate package has been so good the last couple of years in this new car. We expect that to continue on. I think that should deliver some solid racing here. Um, so, yeah, but where do we go now is the question. Obviously, uh, they've not run on the Brickyard uh, Oval for quite a few years at this point. I don't remember if well, 20, 2020 was the last time they, run, okay. they ran. So it's been a few seasons. Uh, what what did the results look like in 2020, Rod? You have well, pulled up. I will tell you that if you are looking for a guy to win this race, Kevin Harvick won it the last two times that they ran it here oh. on the Oval. Uh, it was Kevin Harvick, Matt Kenseth, Eric Almarola, Brad Kozlowski, Cole Custer, Kyle Busch, McDowell, Reddick, and Wallace Logano is a top ten in that race. So, if that tells you anything. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that does make it. I mean, again, this is going to be tricky because what what track do you really compare this to? It's tough because there's not really another track like Indy. And, uh, man, I don't know. You, you kind of want to, for some reason, a guy like Kyle Busch kind of sticks out to me. Maybe a good spot for a solid veteran driver. Um, otherwise, you know, we could burn uh, one of these younger guys. Uh, that we haven't used yet. Uh, looking through, I mean, if you kind of want to just toss some darts out there, I don't know that you want to use. Ugh, man, I don't know. We could use Clint Boyer. 
<laughs> Clint Boyer is listed on here. I don't think he'll be in this race, unfortunately. Greg Biffle um, won't be in this race, unfortunately. Greg Biffle. <laughs> it is some of the names are pretty funny that they have in here because it's like Well, this is a two and a half mile not super speedway. So I mean, do we do we try again? Right. Gibbs? So I'm trying to think like Michigan, you know. Yeah. I, I that's probably your closest comparison, but again, the shape is just so much different because it's almost it's more like an actual square than it is uh, a oval like a Michigan type of track. And so I like I don't even know how we're going to comp this track. I haven't gotten that far in thinking about this or or what the closest comp would be. Have we used Hosevar? Uh, no, I mean so yeah, like is that you want to just use some type of guy like that that you're kind of just throwing a dart out there do you trust a spire car on a two and a half mile oval could be a question i um, i feel like i trust it more than i trust a lot of other yeah and, and i mean host of our you know you go back to last year when he filled in in the seven car right and when he filled in in the in the 42 near the end of the season like he did have a good lot of good results um well i guess his result in the seven wasn't great but he was having a good run until the the break order blew out um yeah i feel like he's and again just with like such limited information not really knowing here might not be a bad idea to just use someone like that you're not using one of your big dogs that that you can kind of rely on on a more a track where they're better at down the road uh yeah. so i think that yeah i think that is the, the route to take let's do let's do carson also well i will say that in the xfinity car right and i know charlotte's not necessarily an equal but you know, he was eighth place at the end of Charlotte in Xfinity last season. He started seventh in Michigan uh, in the Xfinity series and ended up finishing uh, 32nd. Unfortunately, not a good finish for him there, but, you know, he did where, start seventh. So. Uh, so one other name I want to toss out here, Ty Gibbs. Where are we going to use Ty well, Gibbs at? And so I was scrolling Is through this? Ty Gibbs, but I don't know. Yeah. I think we can still hang on to Ty Gibbs, don't you? I think so, too. Yeah. I don't think we need to burn yeah. him up yet. So Yeah, let's do Hosovar because I, I think it's... It's again, you're playing it a little bit safer. You're kind of not using one of your your bigger dogs. Um, and he's had some solid runs. We expect a decent season. He'll be halfway into his rookie season by this point. Hopefully staying out of trouble, staying out of the way, just getting you a solid result. Uh, so yeah, let's let's play Carson Hosovar. Yeah, and and at that point, and at that point in the season too, he'll have had three almost three quarters of the season underneath him. So a lot more time to sort of grow into that role again and to to get acquainted in uh in the cup series so um all right richmond raceway we go for the cookout 400 cody this may be where i feel like we could use a guy like ty gibbs i feel like this we've already burnt through a lot of the guys that we would that we would talk about right i mean you talk about the last few people that win this race busher larson harvick hamlin truex bowman even um although have we used bowman i don't know oh yeah we did use bowman already uh yeah, we did use Bowman. Yeah. So maybe this is a spot. Gibbs was 15th here last year after starting seventh. So. I yeah, mean, I think this is a good spot because Gibbs, Gibbs equipment has been very good here in the past. Um, we've already used a lot of the Gibbs drivers. Actually, I think we've used the other three now. Mm -hmm. So he's the only one we've got left. Um, so the Toyotas tend to be good here. We talked about it, right? The Toyota owners race in the spring. They've been good here in the past. He wasn't as great on bigger tracks, mile and a half and stuff. So I think a little bit of a smaller track is a good spot to use him. We're thinking he's going to get a win. Maybe he gets a couple of wins this season. I think this is a good spot to use Ty Gibbs. Let's uh, let's let's do the Ty Gibbs uh, for Richmond here. Beautiful. I love it. And like I said, it's just because, like you said, Toyota, especially for the Toyota owners, maybe not so much for the uh, for the fall race, the cookout race, but you know, Toyotas have definitely done good in the first the spring part of it. And we've already burnt through everybody else that's going to be finishing better. So we might as well go through um, and give Ty Gibbs some love here as well. Uh, all right. We move on to the Michigan International Speedway, like we talked about for the Fire Keepers. No, not Austin Kevin Cedric. Harvick. Oh. Uh, yeah, Kevin Harvick would be the, the pick here. But, um, yeah, so we move to Michigan uh, for the next race. And this is where it starts to get tough. This is where it starts to get real tough because – We've already used so many good race car drivers that now we're just sort of jockeying around the bottom. Because if you look at who's won this race over the last few seasons, um, Busher, Harvick, Blaney, Harvick, 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 Logano, Harvick, like 
boy, or Larson Larson, it's it's again, it's tough. You're not going to pick the winner of this race because you've already burned through it. Um, but I don't know. Can can I interest you in Daniel Suarez who finished sixth here last last season? Oh God. <laughs> You know we're bringing up names like this do anyways. We, like, do we have to use Daniel Suarez? Is that a requirement? I know. Well, no, I don't know. Actually, do we, we already we already used Daniel Suarez. Um, I think we used him at like Talladega or something. I think we might have. Wrong. You're right. Okay, you, so you unfortunately talked me into using him. That's right. I did. We're, okay, he's off uh, the board. <laughs> um, what about so? What do we have left for bigger Ford? Ford just loves this race so much. I mean, Harrison Burton is out there, which is gross. What's Harrison Burton done here the last couple of years? Well, Harrison Burton uh, finished 17th last year on this track. So that's not really a bad Which finish. is not, yeah, I mean, not not hor- for, for the driver you're using, right? You got you got to keep your expectations where you keep them. Uh, Ford just loves this place. Obviously, they they go all out for this. Did we already use, have we used Keselowski? I think we did. Yeah, we? we did. We used him earlier. Yeah, this might have been a good spot to save like a Keselowski for, but um, we already used Priest, a Priest rather. Yeah, I mean Josh Berry's out there, but eh, I don't know that this. I, I think I would want to use him on a short track more. Cole Custer probably won't jump up for. This yeah, race. I mean, we, with no with no known plans for him, I don't think we can pick him. Um, let's. I think Harrison Burton is actually an okay place to go here. Uh, again, you know, we've we've still got some big fish out there. We, we've got some Kyle Bushes. We've got some Chase Elliott's. Uh, but I don't like using them as much at a track like this. Um, I, I think that I think we go I think we go with Harrison Burton and kind of use him up here as a as a little bit of a flyer, hoping that that Ford just continues to to do what they've always done at this track. Uh, you know, that 21, the Wood Brothers is synonymous with Ford, all of this fun stuff. So, yeah, I, I think we go with Harrison Burton. And we we don't know. He could be driving for a ride next year as well. So there could be some added. Oh, he's, he's definitely driving for a ride. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. The Coke Zero Sugar 400 at Daytona, the fall Daytona race. This, my friend, is where we can spin the wheel uh, and use one of those guys that we've just sort of sitting on. Uh, at the bottom here and try to make a, a case for them. Who Who's the wheel going to land on? Is this Josh Berry territory? This is Justin Haley time. All right, Justin Haley time. Justin Haley, I think, is uh, he's a very solid super speedway guy. Uh, won like three out of four Xfinity Daytona races uh, one point in a row. Um, yeah, he just he does well here. Obviously, he's in a Rick Ware car, so that's you know, we don't exactly know what we're going to get, but he's a strong enough super speedway guy. Again, I, you're not necessarily thinking he's going to win this race, um, but he, he can just survive, get you farther down the road, get you a solid finish. I, I think he's a good guy to use. We've still got a couple of of wild cards because we've got another Atlanta race. We've got another Talladega race still coming up. So we're going to have some more super speedway guys. Um, but I like using Haley on Daytona specifically because even though he's good at all of them, seems to be extra good at Daytona specifically. How good is he? Well, uh, he's won this race in 2019. He did finish 13th yeah. and 6th. Fell on some hard times over the last few seasons, 23rd, 28th, 32nd, 21st. But again, we're kind of drudging the bottom here, so we're going to try to figure out that he could be a good pack racer and return to his 2019 form rather than his last few seasons in that 31 but you notice though that those bad finishes have come in the 31 and uh, while he was in the 77 16 and 77 they were actually some pretty decent uh, finishes so which maybe. is crazy because the spire car should have been worse than the, than the colleague car but here, here we, we are, are. <laughs> <laughs> uh all right the southern 500 at darlington is the next one on here cody Air you already have there you yep. go Next. Eric Jones. I mean, we <laughs> talked about it earlier. We already said we were yeah. saving him for Darlington. We, we've set him aside for this. He's really good, specifically in the extra 100-mile race uh, in the fall here for the Southern 500. So I don't know that we really need to spend a ton more time on it. Uh, just a guy you can rely on. He's one here in a Gibbs car. He's one here in a Legacy car. Obviously still with Legacy. Back to Toyota. They're going to be stepping up their program. This is a perfect spot to use Eric Jones. So I think that uh, 
for me, I mean, this is, I've got this race circled for Eric Jones. Yeah, again, won this the fall race there uh, in Darlington. Really, and his numbers, his career numbers, just jump off the, the page to you. 12 starts, eight top 10s, five top fives, two wins in that total. Two top 10s in the Southern 500 in the last two races that he's been in. So, um, yep. yep, numbers back it up. Eric Jones is our pick for the Southern 500. All right, let's move on to Atlanta. All right, I, I keep saying his name. Cody, is this the time for Josh Berry? <laughs> you just really want to use Josh Berry, don't you? It's I the still, JRM love, I'm telling you. It is the JRM love. I still think Josh Berry might be better for like Martinsville down the road. Like who who else on here are we going to use for Martinsville? Um that we haven't come, already used. <laughs> the, yeah, exactly. You know, by the time we get to and that's the second to last race of the year, like we're going to be pretty low at that point and I think that's a really good spot for Barry. Again, rookies tend to struggle a little bit more. You'll be basically fully into his rookie season by then. I know he's had some starts already in the Cup Series over the last couple of years in fill-in duty, um, but I think that that's a good spot for for Barry later on. So, not that I don't want to use him, Rod. I know you're desperate to to use your JRM boy, but I, I want to save him, which is that's a good thing, right? That means that I like him for something else later. Indeed. Okay, well, then can I interest you in a J.J. Yaley? He finished seventh here no. last year. We also don't know that J.J.'s running. True. I, I don't know that he's back with Rick Ware. So so Rick Ware, we know that, that Haley's full-time. They just announced that Cody Ware is going to be back for some races starting in April um, in the other, in the 15. So, so Haley's going to be full-time in the 51. The 15 is going to be Alfredo, I think, is signed up for 20-some races. Now you got Cody Ware in some races. So I, I don't really know exactly what their plan is. So I would say we probably just have to avoid them for the most part. Well, what about uh, Ricky Stenhouse Jr. then? 17th and 10th. So Stenhouse is a guy that definitely pops out. Zane Smith, another guy I was kind of looking at. Um, so my vote would be, let's, should we save, what's Ricky done at? Talladega has he been that much better at Daytona? Or wait, we're at Atlanta. We're at Atlanta. Um, what's Ricky done at Talladega? Well, I'll tell you what, Ricky, Ricky Bobby or Ricky Stenhouse. Yes, both. Okay, because (laughs) because Ricky Bobby has won at Talladega before on foot. I I've seen it with my own eyes. (laughs) I was there. I saw it. (laughs) Twenty one starts for Ricky. Nine top tens, six top fives, and a win. But the last, oof, you got to go back to twenty twenty. He had a second place finish in the in the spring. 38 though, 33rd, 16, 30, 22, 15, 22. Not good. Hmm. How many? Let's see. We're already in the playoffs now, right? So we we're down in the home stretch here. Yeah, we're we're getting close here. Um I just wonder if Stenhouse is a guy like not that I don't want to use him, but he's so volatile at points that especially on super speedways. I don't know. In all super speedway like you have to treat your super speedway picks like you're just throwing them out, basically, because we know what super speedway racing is at this point. I don't know uh, what you want to do. You want to do Stenhouse? Yeah, let's do Stenhouse here. Okay. Better, better, better in Atlanta than he is at Talladega. Okay, let's do it. Okay, Stenhouse, it is. All right, to Watkins Glen we go for the next road course on this list. Michael McDowell. Michael McDowell. We already said it. We already talked about it. It's Michael McDowell. Yeah, uh, he won here last year, is like we talked about, and and that's not necessarily doesn't just mean he's going to be great again, but he's been very solid at road courses. Um, again, as far as the road course thing goes, and I think we've done a good job of this. You don't want to blow all of your big guys that can win and do better at these these oval races and these bigger tracks. And so I think that using a guy like McDowell, who's going to get you solid results for the most part everywhere, is a little bit stronger on the road courses. You know, he had a lot of fourth, fifth place finishes at road courses leading up to actually winning one of these last year in Watkins Glen. So um, I think being that he won this race last year and how solid he's been at the road courses just in general, I think he's a good pick to use here. Uh, William Byron won last year, didn't he? A Watkins Glen? Yeah. Which one did? uh... Pretty sure that, uh, yeah, William Byron, Larson, Larson, Elliott, Elliott, Truex, Hamlin. Did, did McDowell win? Was that uh, 
Yeah, McDowell, McDowell started third but had electrical problems and finished 36th. So oh, that must have been Indy then. Yeah, he, yeah, yeah he that was the Indy, Indy. That was the Indy road course. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So either way, eh. he's he's still been good here. So whatever, we're well, doing it. <laughs> well, and like I said, I mean, he finished third, right? And it wasn't his fault that he ended, or he started third rather than he finished third. It wasn't his fault that he finished 32nd. So, um, yeah, I mean, we know he's a good road course racer, and and since Indy's not on the track on the schedule anymore, then we pretty much have to go with uh, with Watkins Glen because we've already used some of our better ones already. So, yes. all right, let's move on to the next race. And that is the Bass Pro Shops night race at Bristol. Kyle Busch. Kyle Busch. <laughs> no, honestly. Yeah. Again, like we're kind of getting to the point now where we've had certain drivers circled or, or that you want to use certain drivers in certain spots. And I think this is the perfect spot for Kyle Busch. You're in the playoffs. You expect him to have a better run than they did last year he has absolutely owned bristol in the past um and i don't really expect that to change this is this is the 500 mile bristol race too right yeah this is the uh this is the bass pro shop night race yeah this is the 500 one yeah so spring i believe is 400 still uh or going back to 400 so again extra 100 miles here that will play even more into a veteran like kyle butch's hands uh, so, yeah, I love Kyle Busch here. Yes, indeed. And for Kyle Busch, I mean, you look at what he's done uh, at Bristol over the last few years. 2017 and 2018, he won the race. Uh, in 2018, he started third but ended up finishing 20th. 2019, he won fourth, fourth, second. Uh, unfortunately, the last two years in a Gibbs car, not the best for him. 21st, 34th. And then last year was 20th, but he struggled last year. I don't think he's going to struggle again this year. So, yep, we yep. give Kyle Busch the nod for this yep. uh, for this race. Uh, all right, to Kansas, second time around. Kansas, who's got? who do we got for this one now? Tyler Reddick. Again, we've had him penciled in since the spring race in Kansas. I, it's almost impossible for me not to want to just play the 223.11 cars at Kansas. They have been so good there. All three 23.11 drivers, Bubba, Reddick, and, of course, Kurt Busch, have all won there. Denny has also won there last year. Uh, of course, their owner and and technical teammate or whatever with Toyota. So I think that, again, we've been saving Tyler Reddick for this. A number of spots you can play Tyler Reddick throughout the season. Uh, he's my championship pick, so you can save him for Phoenix if you wanted to. He is uh, the guy I think is going to win five, six, maybe more races. So multiple spots you can play him, but I, I think that this is one of the better spots in the playoffs. Pressure's on. He's been very good here. That car specifically, the 45 car, is the one that's won all three races there. Uh, so far, four twenty three eleven. So, I think that Tyler Reddick's the guy you play. Hard to depart from that narrative. Ninth place in twenty twenty three in the forty five, and first place in twenty twenty three in the fall. So, two top ten finishes in that forty five car. You got to love the results. You got to love Tyler Reddick. Talladega. Is it time, Cody? Can I break the damn glass yet? <laughs> no, we're saving him for Martinsville. Jesus Christ! <laughs> fine. Then who we got for Talladega? Um, Zane Smith. Okay, I mean, and and only because I mean, who else? Yeah. So what? How many races do we have left here? We're at Talladega. We're at Talladega. So we're in October already. Um, let's see. You have. I, I have the schedule pulled up here in a second. I I I didn't. I closed the tab because we were going yeah, through it like this way. I had it, and then <laughs> yeah, me too. And then I did. So we we're, we're at Talladega for the second time around, which means we have Charlotte road course we got the roval las vegas homestead martinsville and phoenix so so we got six races six total races left. total left we've got uh chase elliott who we've got to use we're going to use aj at one of them so we've got four other races that we need to use drivers oh, i just want to make sure we don't leave anyone out that we need to make sure that we use uh, well, we're gonna use so this, we're gonna use AJ next, right? At the so, role, yeah. right? So we've already determined that. Uh, I think John Hunter's a guy we need to use somewhere. Yes, um, this could be a good John Hunter. Place. This could be a good Gilliland race. This could be a good Gilliland race as well, yeah, because we do have to use him. Um, Austin Hill, he's running the Beard Car, right? Mm -hmm. He would be actually probably the best. Yeah. I think we take Austin Hill here. Okay. Well, because again, he's he's going to be in the super speedway races. We know how good he is in Xfinity. The Cup guys, 
you know, some people might try to freeze him out in Xfinity, but the Cup guys have seen that. They know how good he is. They know that he knows what he's doing. Um, and if they get the opportunity to work with him, I think that they can take advantage of that. Um, and, and I think that that he's going to be a solid driver to use in this type of situation. Well, he's like a free square. I mean, he's he's kind of like a, a, a free agent at that point where anybody can kind of work with him and not feel bad about it because it's not like they're putting anybody out, right? So, um, yeah. Yeah. All right, we'll take Austin. Yeah, and Hill. it's and this is like you know we use David Reagan for the Daytona 500 open the season. Like you've only got limited chances to use a guy like this. They've got a special set of skills. They'll hunt you down. Oh wait, that's that's a movie. Uh, <laughs> but it, you know, and their special set of skills is super speedway racing. So I think you got to take advantage of that. So yeah, let's play Austin Hill here, um, and then of course you move on to the Charlotte Roval, as we've already talked about many times. It's got to be AJ Allmendinger. It's got to be. Um, he's not lost a single uh, Xfinity race that he started here. The only one he didn't win was last year because he was not in it because it was in the Xfinity playoffs. He was running for cup points, so he wasn't allowed. Um, and he, so instead of winning Xfinity, he won it in the cup series. Um, again, I think that, that mapping this out, having this thought ahead of time is smart because AJ is going to get burned to Coda early, early on in the season because everybody's going to be like, Okay, road course guy. Oh, yeah, you got to use A.J. Allmendinger. And then he's done and gone. Uh, you know, and if they haven't used him at one of the other four road courses after that, um, it, not a ton of people are going to have A.J. left. And even though he's good at all of the road courses and you expect, you know, solid results from him at all of them, this is the one specifically that he is just really, really fucking good at um, and, and basically shows up every single time he comes out on this track and loves it for whatever reason, as long as there's not cardboard involved. Uh, you know, he's going to get you a nice, solid result. Seventh in 2018 in the 47 car. 38th in the 16th, but he had an engine problem. After, but he led five laps in that one uh, after starting 33rd. So that, that shows the speed that he's got in that 16. Fourth in 2022. And then, of course, the win in 2023. It's why we chose and kept A.J. Allmendinger for the Roval. Um, all right, to Las Vegas we go for the second time around. Now we're starting to get really thin here, Cody. We've got... <laughs> A few races left, but really only a few drivers left uh, that we, we need to go through. Like Chase Elliott, right? You said we have Chase Elliott still Yeah, we out there. still have not used Elliott, uh, so he's definitely a guy that, that's available to us. Um, so you've got Vegas left, you've got Homestead left, you got Martinsville, and you got Phoenix. I mean, he's, he's a good pick at any of them. Uh, maybe we just, since we've saved him this long, do we just save him for Phoenix Well, and hope maybe he's in the final four and, and has a good run? The only reason I wouldn't is because if you look at the last few winners of this race, you got Larson, Byron, Logano, Bowman, Hamlin, Larson. So like we talk about Hendrick winning, uh, what was one, two, three, four of the last six here. So I think this is a really good spot for an Elliot. If we're going to ride this Hendrick success on this track. Do you want to use him up here? Or you want to save him for Phoenix? Uh, I would. I would feel more comfortable saving him up here. I. I, I yeah. think he's probably going to make the championship, but I still feel like this is a. This is where he locks himself in. Good spot. And uh, again, we're going to be very, very different. How many people are still going to have Chase Elliott? You know, with four races left in the season, probably not very many. Um, so yeah, I like it. Let's do. Let's do Elliott. Yep, I like that. All right, let's go to Miami Homestead. Again, we're starting to get a little bit, a uh, little bit thin on drivers. So, who are we taking with this? Is this, many? Uh, is this a John Hunter spot? I guess it's as good as any. I mean, they're they're really we're running out of spots to use him. Yeah, so. I mean, it's, so as solid as we think that that team should be this coming season, right? Um, he's he's one of your better drivers that's left on the board. Um, you, you're you know, Toyota should be strong. They should be strong. They should have everything figured out by that point. He's probably likely out of the playoffs at this point if he's made the playoffs at all. Um, but building on the success, you know, it's probably been announced that that Martin Truex Jr. is going to retire. Um, it might already be announced that that John Hunter is going to be joining Gibbs for 2025. He's going to be moving to the 18 car, replacing Martin Truex. That might all be in there, and they might want to go out with one big bang to end the season. So, yeah, I love John Hunter Nemechek in this spot. I'll take it. Uh, it. Suffered some pretty bad luck in the last race that he was in. Finished 32nd in that race in the 42. But that was, of course, the 42. And we're on different times. So, 
Uh, all right, we'll take John Hunter Nemechek here. Let's move on to the Martinsville Speedway for the final race there of the season. Who would you like to use at this track, Rod? God, I don't even know. Uh, you know you know who you want to use here. Come on. We've been rehearsing this for a while. Have we now? Is it Josh Berry time? <laughs> it's Josh Berry time. <laughs> All right, it's Josh Berry time. Josh Berry time for Martinsville because we're running out of places to use him. And, and short flats, right? And that's flat. where you want to target these, these SHR, SHR cars. I think that, yeah, I think that that's a good spot. Okay. So Josh Berry for the SHR love. Now we've made it to the NASCAR championship. I think we've burned through all of the people that would probably be in the championship race at this point. So now <laughs> we're just, uh, we're just going off of who we think is going to finish best out of all the rest. Okay. So let's just go through the list and see, let's list anybody worth considering that we have left here. Um, so as I scroll, Matt Kenseth. <laughs> just kidding i don't think we'll be using him matt to benedetto uh, i'm still oh his his sponsorship deal fell through rough daniel hemrick okay so t oh jesus christ i said his name i know you've got him you've got uh uh gilliland is an option i still so we've got zane smith on the table we hadn't yeah, used zane, him yet huh we didn't zane, use zane smith, smith might be the best driver and he has done really, really well in this race in the truck series. Now he's been racing for the championship. Mm -hmm. But if he can carry that success over to the Cup Series, I think Zane Smith might be the way to go here. That's actually a good idea. I like that from the standpoint of he did, like, I mean, he has been racing for the championship in the, in the truck series. But given that we were using everybody already that's going to be in that. And see, here's the thing where we kind of separate ourselves is because we probably gained all the points that we can gain throughout the season people may be trying to hail mary this one with a guy right. like larson you know and again I, that's that's why it is important to do this type of exercise and to go through this and and make sure you're kind of planning it out and and have certain guys circled because again aj is going to be so tempting to use them at the first five road courses we go to but if you save them the last one has been his best one time and time again so i think that it's smart and and i think that certain guys you know i like homestead might even be a good one where you save kyle larson all season you don't use kyle larson and then you use him at homestead near the end of the season that's something we could have maybe considered doing a little differently um but we had different guys kind of circled for different situations where i got down towards the end and it was like okay we've got these drivers left how many races do we have we, we want to make sure we use everybody use them in the right situations uh it's not just log in make a pick and you know okay we'll do this guy this week like if you want to win these contests you got to think a little bit out ahead uh so yeah this was a lot of fun actually to go through this and kind of to workshop it and and you know if you get limited at points like boy we've we've gone through a lot of the guys uh who, who are you going to use now hey but listen we also did a lot of early research on these and trends right already so and and in identifying the drivers that we think are going to do well i mean it, it kind of it builds our narrative already so as we start to go through the season we'll see if that holds up or if we see if we have to adjust, but I mean, we've kind of already crafted sort of a betting narrative for the, uh, for the entire season, really. Yeah, exactly. And again, uh, some things will change, right? And things will change throughout the season. Your picks will change based on, on different, whatever, you know, somebody gets hurt or isn't racing or, or this or that, or a team looks better than we thought, or a team looks worse than we thought and, and whatever the case may be. But, uh, yeah, good to kind of get an early, Okay, these are these are the guys we like, and and maybe we should save certain guys for certain spots. Certain guys just seem like more home runs for other spots and and whatnot. So, I like it. I had fun doing this. Me too, Cody. Thanks for thanks for putting that up. That that was your idea, and I'm I'm glad we went through with it. So, um, I come up with good ideas about once a year. So uh, I'm good till next year. Now <laughs> we're good. Um, hey, but there's clash odds. Oh yes, thank you. We should have. We probably should have led the show with this, but. Odds to win the Bush Light Clash now available. Um, so that is awesome. Good to see they're starting to drop. All we have is outrights right now. So probably, you know, we'll wait to do. Uh, you know, the other thing, Rod, one Sunday. There is one Sunday left. Oh, my God. Without NASCAR racing. And then uh, it is on to obviously we'll have one Sunday off for the Super Bowl. But the f Sunday following this coming Sunday, we have NASCAR racing back. Uh, just to touch on the odds quick, Martin Tricks Jr., 8-1, to one, is the leader in the clubhouse. 
then it's Larson nine to one, Byron nine fifty, Kyle Bush nine fifty, Logano ten to one, Blaney twelve to one, Hamlin twelve to one, Bell, Elliott, Bowman, Reddick, Chastain, Briscoe, so on and so forth. If I was going to place a bet right now to win this race, Chase Briscoe twenty to one pops out to me. Um, uh, that's really the main one that pops out to me. I guess you love you some Chase Briscoe this year, dude. Short flats, he's so fucking good. I know, I know. We I'm... hit we hit Ryan Priest last year as the top finishing forward at thirty three to one, and he's twenty to one to win the race this year. That's so crazy. <laughs> that's that's insane. But oh well. Ah, well, we'll cover that more in depth as the odds continue to drop. We want to give you a nice next full week. Show next week, next week is Clash Week, Rod. We're gonna have, oh God, it's gonna be so beautiful. If we can get NASCAR Mexico odds, it's gonna be amazing. If we get those, we'll have a show on that. We'll have Cup Series picks. We'll have DFS. We'll have Underdog. Oh man, next week is a race. Oh Jesus, it's such a beautiful feeling. It's it's so great. Well, then, as we continue the good feeling, we'll send everybody off on their way and uh, and get ready for that race week. So in the meantime, Cody, let everybody know where they can find you on social media. Yep, follow me on the X at Husker underscore Z. Find all my work over there. Uh, make sure you, again, got that uh, the contest. I'll pop that back up on the screen here real quick. Jump over to our Discord. Jump over to our X. Jump over to our Facebook page. Um, the link is there for the Daytona 500 contest. Again, $100 and an SGP merch gift card uh, to the winner of that, giving out a random NASCAR gambling podcast hoodie to one entrant as well. Let's so make sure you get in on that. And uh, all you got to do is be subscribed to the YouTube. That's it. That's all we're asking. It helps us, helps you. Everybody wins. Everybody wins. And maybe you don't win the hoodie, but you win because you get to see us every single day uh, talking NASCAR to you. I'm on X at RJ Gomez. Link in the bio to everything I got going on, whether it's here, whether it's in between media, whether it's Sportsbook Review. Got some Royal Rumble odds coming out soon. Uh, so keep an eye on that as well. We'll be back tomorrow. Tomorrow. We'll be back tomorrow with some more of the NASCAR Gambling Podcast. So we'll see you then. Until then, let's go racing and let it ride.